Hello, uh, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the Miramichi Historical Linkages Podcast. I'm Sean McCarthy, joined today by Sarah Ward and our guest, Jimmy McKinley. Jimmy, it's uh, great to see you, and thanks very much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Sean. It's been, uh, it's been a while, so it's good to see you as well. It's good to see you as well, Sarah. So, uh, Jimmy, what we've been doing on these on these podcasts is talking a little bit about connections and about how Miramichi connects to other places, nationally and internationally, um, through history, but also through culture and and uh, many many other means. And so, I think you have a unique kind of vantage on that, um, being Miramichi's, I dare say, Miramichi's premier comedian. Um, <laughs> how Miramichi connects to other places through through humor and you know through. Uh, yeah, uh, through levity and, and all of this. So, I mean, you've, you've traveled a, a, a fair bit uh, with your comedy. So maybe share with us a little bit about uh, some, of your, uh, some of your background and some of your travels uh, that sure. bring you here today. Sure, thanks. Yeah, so uh, thank you very much for that introduction. Um, hopefully I've earned that, those accolades. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I started... Uh, I guess performing. I've always wanted to be a performer. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Uh, I, I was always a little bit shy in school. Like I wasn't the class clown. Uh, we're going way back to uni- uh, to uh, elementary school here, Sean. I got my cat climbing around. Here. <laughs> um, yeah, so I wasn't really the class clown. I was shy, but I was funny in smaller groups. And I realized that. And I always wanted to sort of be an actor. And then such as yourself. And but I was too shy to do stage, and I said, "Well, maybe I'll get into it when I'm in university and no one knows me, mm-hmm. so I'll do that." You know, because they already have the Sean, uh, the Sean McCarthy's and the Sean Sonier's and and the uh, <laughs> remember that guy? I love that guy. I, do, I haven't yes. seen that guy in a long time. You, that's it. And uh, you know, and the Shannon Fenlands and all all of the all of those people that were you know on stage in high school. And I said, "Well, you know." They're busy there. I, I don't want to bother them. So I'll just wait till I'm in fr- the big city of Fredericton, New Brunswick, and I'll start my performing career there. Um, and that's where it pretty much started. Uh, in 2006, I, uh, my friend Oliver, whose birthday yesterday, um, he, uh, he convinced me to audition for uh, my first, um, Sarah's gone, I'm not sure where she is, uh, the, our, our, my first movie called Mailbox Romance, which I ended up getting a, an acting award for, a uh, very great experience in 2011. And then fast forward through to 2011, because no one cares about 08 or 09. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like they never happened. And, and we uh, know why, Jimmy. We know why. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing that time together, Sean. We'll discuss that, we'll discuss that in a little bit. But... Uh, that was a great experience. I think someone still lost at Frankfurt Cove from that movie. <laughs> I'm sure of it. He lost, he lost an assistant cameraman or something. He's still looking <laughs> looking for the way out. Um, 2011, uh, October 6, 2011, I uh, stepped on stage for the first time as a stand-up. Well, I couldn't call myself a stand-up comedian, but I was per- attempting to perform stand-up comedy on October 6, 2011 at the Wilsers Room, uh, downtown Fredericton. And uh, I did okay. I did 10 minutes. I kept going up every single month with new material, trying out new stuff. And then eventually I, um, yeah, started to book some gigs down in St. John and started to make connections with comedians down there and and doing some more open mics, uh, doing 
I think I did in my first private gig in 2012 here at, it was called the Boulevard, the Boulevard Pub, mm. which is now apparel. Uh, the owner hired me, gave me this crazy introduction. It was so nice of him. Half of it was true. 90% of it was false, actually. Yeah, that, that math makes no sense. Um, so yeah, I just, I just started building relationships and like I never stopped. So I kept getting a little bit better. Uh, I, I say about every five years, I was like, oh, this is the t- type of comedian I want to be. Um, I wouldn't throw away, necessarily throw away all my old jokes. I would sort of make them better when I learned how to act on stage because you have to be funny. You can't really teach people how to be funny, but you can learn a lot of techniques about the stage as you would, you would probably agree with. So, hmm. you know, the actor you were 10 years ago or 15 years ago is different than you, you are now. You still make mistakes every once in a while, but um, you, you can handle, like when I'm bombing on stage now, uh, I know how to handle it. Whereas you know, even five years ago, if I was doing a private gig, I do a lot of private parties and private gigs in New Brunswick and beyond. Five years ago, I just would have melted and evaporated into a mini split um, and then would have collected my body outside <laughs> and the, while the blazer was intact and the blazer's intact. The blazer's waiting for me outside and I just evaporate into the blazer and then salute Noban and then uh, jump on a ferry and, and leave. There's ferries everywhere I do comedy, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think, not to get too, too existential here, but uh, existential? Um, it's too early to pronounce that word. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, comedy is universal and it's a great way to connect with, with people uh, most of the time. Most of the time, yeah. Right. At the airport, no. I uh, <laughs> at the airport, you don't want to. Uh, once I, I was at the airport. I was at the LAX, and you never want to joke when you're not from that country and you're in another country. And I was going into one of those. I was going into one of those like 3D uh, imaging. Uh, I was I was getting an MRI at the at the airport. No, <laughs> I was getting the X-ray. I was doing the X-ray machine where it goes 360. And it kind of looked like a time machine. So I, I said to the guy, I said, uh, uh, 1932, please. And I stepped in and he said, uh, sir, would you come over here? <laughs> I was like, hey, I guess we're not joking about time machines at the airport at LAX. That's it. They take their work seriously, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> They're very grumpy and overworked. Yeah, I, that's, that's true. Yeah, depending on the airport. <laughs> yeah. yeah. the airport, there's no one there. you got to land on yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta get your friend out there with the cones. Yeah, and you're like, I'm not qualified for this. Where'd the pilot go? Yeah, 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 that's it. Yeah, I met Jen Jimmy years ago. It's interesting you're using your um, Gilgram cup <laughs> for your coffee or whatever you're drinking. Yeah, there. I didn't even I didn't do that on purpose. I I love yeah. this mug. Yeah. I, it's 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 absolutely yeah. It uh, we met in Sarah and I worked together in uh, twenty. 14 to 2015 uh, at JEDI, Joint Economic Development Initiative, uh, delivering a curriculum, digital literacy. It was digital literacy curriculum on uh, several First Nations, First Nation communities uh, from uh, all over New Brunswick, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mostly Miramichi. And then I I went off to um, northern part of, of the province. And uh, 
yeah, it was that was a great experience, and it was great to meet Sarah. And we've we've been we've been connecting and talking. I, I haven't seen you in person in a few years, but yeah. we've been chatting here it. and there and trying to. I seen you walking from a distance for a while. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, 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 yeah, that's creepy. Like you're just in a tree with binoculars. Like there's the guy yeah. with the laser with this aggressive hat shirt. I'm, yeah, I'm creating, I'm creating jokes for like, you. Yeah, because I, I, I know. Keep them coming. I need some more new. I need new ones. Yeah, the majority of our, our classes were women, right? Yeah, indigenous women in our class. Majority was, yeah. yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was interesting because he was saying, you we know, had a potluck at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he'd try his jokes on the women sometimes. They, they kind of look funny. Oh, my. <laughs> I was also very new at the time, too. I was only doing comedy about two years at the time when Sarah met me. And then and then Sarah, I don't want to say forced me to do a comedy show. Uh, the, remember when we were in the <laughs> – my girlfriend teaches in Nottawaganite as well, and it was the house that we were in, that blue house in the basement. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't really set up for a classroom. I think there was one uh, – I think there was one, what can I think of it? Outlet that I was like, everything was going into this outlet. And, uh, and we had a Marcel was in the class and Pee was in the class. Yeah. I I remember. Yeah. Yeah, We had a sink right there where we were standing. I I, I do remember. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was, it was not set up, but it was always a great experience. Just meeting people. They gave me gifts. Like this was one of the gifts they gave me. I did not even, uh, choose this mug on on purpose uh i always you i just always drink out of this mug i think this is the only mug i have so i had no choice but it's it's my favorite mug it's a beautiful mug then we went down to burn church what's that so then we traveled down then to we, burn church. yeah we went to escanuba ditch yeah. i loved it down there i yeah i absolutely loved it it was right on the water yeah <clears throat> people out ice fishing something i've never done but um who knows? I'm only 38, right? I could start an ice fishing career. You and me, Sean. Sure, I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> two instances, two weeks later, and then we're just frozen to death. <laughs> <laughs> Hold, holding a holding a rod, yeah, <laughs> nothing on the end of it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's it. Well, well, I I tell Joe when I see you walking, I say, there, "There's my celebrity friend Jim McKinley. He's on the Trailer Park Boys." No. <laughs> no, you and my mother says that. Yeah, whenever uh, my mom works at home hardware, so when I go in, it's a big. I was like, I just want to get a key cut, and mom has to stab my. Well, that's my uh, my little comedian there, and she's like, but he's not allowed to call on bingo night, Tuesday night. If you call, if you cannot, and I always forget because I, I have so many things to remember in my life that I can never remember that my mother is playing. It's either TV. I can't even remember what type of bingo it is. It's TV or radio bingo. And she, there's nothing more that she takes seriously than, than bingo. Like she has like the dabber holsters. Okay. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's quite serious. So if you call and then she had, you can't even text because she doesn't understand how to take an iPhone and just silence it. It's literally two strokes two little things, gestures. And I said, then she's like, yeah, but then your father's iPad goes off. <laughs> so it's just, it's, she, he has an iPhone, she has an iPhone and they're all iClouded in together. So then she's got to go around and do, I was like, just put them in the freezer. 
Yeah, so when you travel, speaking of Miramichi, um, do you ever use some of uh, the in, the wording from the Miramichi dictionary to do some of your uh, comedian? Like Doug's dictionary? Yeah, so I think, uh, Doug, yeah, Doug, Doug Underhill, um, yeah. brilliant man. Um, yeah, I think, I think it could, I think it does filter into my act. And if not, it, it, what I learned about comedy is there's a Miramichi everywhere. There's a Miramichi, you know, there's a Miramichi in Toronto somewhere. There's a Miramichi in, in Vancouver, Montreal, or, how, or uh, Nova Scotia. Everyone knows a little small town with a river that runs through it. And a lot of the, a lot of the jokes, as long as they're not specific, I'll genericize them a little bit. And, but you can, yeah, I can, I can reuse uh, jokes. I do a lot of jokes about like what I was just doing about mom and dad. Um, Cause you know, people are, people can relate to those jokes because people will come up to me after a show and say, Oh, my mom and dad are like that. Or they're the mom and dad who like, I do that all the time with, with Joe, or I do that all the time with, you know. I can't think of another guy's name, Clint. Uh, <laughs> is anyone named Clint? Anyway. Um, but uh, there's no more Clint. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, comedy can be universal. Um, I mean, there's super specific Miramichi jokes that I do that uh, that only work here, but hmm. I'll bust those out for like little little shows that I do here. Um, but yeah, it, comedy can be universal and there's a small town everywhere. So people can, it's just like Trailer Park Boys, how Trailer Park Boys works in uh los angeles and it's it's more popular in the united states than it is now i think there's more subscribers now to to their new platform than than in canada probably that's probably erroneous but uh i'm gonna go and say that <laughs> you heard it here first that that's a fact uh, i have uh, i have a histogram chart uh for the trailer park what's on the x and what's on the y um so they, uh, yeah, they're really popular there because there's trailer parks and small towns and small trailer park communities all over North America. So it's very popular. So yeah, not even. Are we still talking about the mug? <laughs> we're still talking about the mug. My mug traveled down we to the next. Sure, I mean, if there's more, if there's more to say about the mug. I met I met Sean McCarthy. Do you remember where I met you, met you? Yes, oh. you do. I still remember the character you play, but I can't. I can't spell the name. Oh well, there, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I think I think we met at the Knights of Columbus Hall there in Newcastle when I auditioned for the you know oh. for, for Spirit Cove. Well, that's that's even super specific. Even <laughs> before, I was going to say you played Guillaume in the movie. That's but, right. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was supposed this... to play Charles. First, I was supposed to play Chuck. Then I was supposed to play Charles. Then finally, oh. I played Guillaume. <laughs> yeah. I'm still figuring out who I played in that. So, yeah, Was great experience school? and sure. great, uh, great to meet. It was a movie. It was a movie called Spirit Cove. So it was loosely based. Well, late, based on a couple of things. Um, there's a dash of Acadian expulsion um, storytelling in it, as well as we've sort of overlaid with the with the headless nun legend as well. So there's fact and fiction and. And uh, so there's a lot to tell in it. And um, yeah, it was an interesting experience. And I, I, I look back at that and, and, you know, I got to meet Rachel Bernard. I got to meet uh, Sean McCarthy and Sean Sonier and Ali Parody and, and all of these people. Uh, 
you guys all live on Bo Bear's Island, right? So it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're very Bo Bear. recently, yes. <laughs> you're on Bo Bear's Island right now, and you just have a, a, a background filter of us to pretend you're in a school. Um, yeah, great people, very talented people. Tom Daly, Thomas mm. Daly. I remember Tom, a story. Uh, I, my favorite part of that, of producing that movie, was we were at French Ford Cove, and I met Tom. And then he was supposed to be Acadian, but we were speaking English with the with sometimes not with the French accents. If you if you were a French actor, they would just speak English, you know, with their natural accent. But if you didn't have an accent, I just said, just don't do it. Right. We were just like, OK, we're going to figure this out. And Tom was doing a British accent for some reason. <laughs> I said, you're supposed to be an Acadian. And he said, he said, <laughs> he said, he said, I don't know why he's even doing it when he's like off camera. He's like, I don't know why I'm doing it. <laughs> he said, it's not even good. <laughs> he, he said, I don't, I can't turn it off. I don't know why. I don't, don't know why I'm not even playing. A, I'm, not even, I'm not British. I'm not playing a British person, but I'm doing a British accent. I said, it's pretty good. Actually. I like it. Yeah. It's not going to work for the film, but I'm, I'll never forget that. I don't know if he'll ever remember that. You'll probably get mad and tell, tell him that. No, <laughs> He's back too. I, it was great to see him. He is, yeah. You, him, and me, we're all at Ed Sub. That's the last time I saw That's you right. a few months ago. Yeah. We're all getting a yeah, phenomenal place to eat, by the way, Ramachi. Ed Sub on, in uh, Newcastle. Exactly. That's it. This whole thing's just an ad for downtown um, sandwich restaurants. Hey, listen, I mean, if we can get this podcast sponsored, I mean, that's so much the better as far as I'm concerned. I'm trying. I, I will yeah. do everything I can for you to try to get, like, it's just going to be the next episode. It's just going to be uh, like, 10, like 10 hours of ads and then exactly. Sean <laughs> wearing that sweater. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. And somehow you have the mug now. It's like, you know, yeah. You know, stole the mugs of Jimmy. Oh man! <clears throat> so Jimmy, I know, I know. Uh, just, just uh, this past, this past fall, um, you uh, were part of uh, um, a six-episode series on, yes. on Bell TV uh, called the Canoe Project. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, man, that was a great experience. Um, so a Bell Five. Uh, okay, so going back about five years, I guess. So Mark Harnett, who's a comedian and writer and actor in, uh, in he's a half Inuit uh, man um, who grew up in a, in a northern Labrador community of less than 400 people. Um, and then when he moved to, uh, this is in real life, uh, when he moved to uh, the big city center of St. John's, Newfoundland, he encountered a lot of, you know, unfortunately, a lot of racism and systemic mm -hmm. racism that exists for visible minorities and, and especially, you know, indigenous people and First Nations people, unfortunately. So he wrote this script, which, which, is, which has gone through a lot of changes, but uh, the core values of it are, still remain true. <clears throat> and he, he decided to turn it into a comedy. So he decided to tell, uh, you know, to uh, satirize something serious you know, uh, uh, which is, which is risky to do. Mm. Um, but he, uh, yeah, decided to tackle, uh, a fairly, a fairly serious issue, um, through a comedic lens, uh, which, you know, lots of people are doing. And I, I think it's a bold move. 
And uh, so the Canoe Project, Canoe w- w- would have been his nickname growing up. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but he, uh, th- yeah, so he basically plays a very loose version of, of himself in this, in this film. Uh, it's, it's a comedy series uh, and uh, stars myself, Lisa Baker, comedian, um, uh, Mark Harnett. We, we met this uh, incredible British actor, uh, Charlie Tomlinson, who, who came in. He's been acting for 45 years. So like everyone knew their lines when he was on set. He was like the only thing he's done in his life is act. And he lives in St. John's, Newfoundland. And he's a phenomenal actor. And he played uh, my character's boss in in the film, who was the um, Indigenous Affairs Minister. And so it's um, it, it was it was a big topic to to go in and and, and satirize and 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 don't get me wrong. I was just like you know looking at this and I'm like wow, it's my first you know, episodic TV show where I'm one of the leads and it was, but I think it turned out great. And, um, it was a, it's a, you know, it's a big metaphor, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a great experience. And, uh, my cat's playing with all my pens here on the, on the table again. He just can't leave me alone. Can you Conan? So, um, yeah, so that we did that in, in St. John's Newfoundland last April, actually almost a year ago. And we're greenlit for season two. Season two is going to be very, very different. Um, I'm going to be involved in that as well. There's going to be some other actors involved. And we're hoping to shoot that in the spring, if not later on in the year. Uh, but there were, the scripts are currently undergoing some, some development right now. And uh, we have most of them done, but some of them have, need some emergency surgery. Uh, so we're, we're going back and changing things and, and making sure that they're, that they're that they're top notch and and that they're funny as well because this this is a comedy series on on Bell Five. But yeah, it was a great experience, John. And looking forward to season two. And uh, we had a great crew too. It was we we it was six episodes or twelve minutes each. Mm-hmm. So we um, it's about ninety minutes of material that we shot in five days. So we, it was like ten to fifteen hours a day shooting uh, early mornings, long nights. Um, the crew was absolutely great though. I had a few wardrobe changes per day. Um, everything was so organized where you knew what, when you had to go to makeup, where, where, what you were going to be wearing, what your lines you had to know for the day. I had about 1100 lines of dialogue to memorize, uh, which is all impossible. So I had to try to the night before how to memorize as much of the lines that I was responsible for the next day. And then. Yeah, it was a lot of work and uh, it's like anyone who can make a movie now, I don't care how bad it is, I would just like applaud it just because it's, it, it, and everyone has to get along and they were the easiest people to get along with. Yeah. Uh, what I will say about St. John's Newfoundland is that it is very cold in April. <laughs> so very cold uh, and, uh, and, and pricey. <laughs> Burgers and beer was very pricey. Uh, but the best people ever. I loved it there. Um, yeah, looking forward to going back. Hopefully in a warmer month, we get to shoot. So you get a chance to see some icebergs? Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, no, I did not get um, – we did go up to – where did Mark take me to? Because I got there a few days early, and I was just like his child. He was taking the, like on a little tour, and we, we went up to uh, Marconi uh, – what's it called? Uh where Marconi did the Canadian Heritage commercial years ago. Signal Hill. Uh, Signal Hill, yeah, that was on the bucket list. So we did that. And um, 
it was really windy and cold. And I said, uh, I need to leave here immediately. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I'm on the, on the, on the history podcast here. And I'm like, this is too much history. <laughs> it's too much wind. I need a windbreaker. I need a Columbia windbreaker to be here like Marconi did. He invented the radio and windbreakers. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> On the same day, no less. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to learn any history from my episode of Miramichi Linkages. They're just going to be like, someone's going to get an answer wrong on a test if a student ever watches this. <laughs> be like, Mark Coney did not invent jackets. <laughs> I guess it goes to show that. That's more than fine, Jimmy. Like I say, because I mean, you're, yeah. <laughs> What's that? So that goes to show that uh, when I met Jim, it was interesting because we were teaching computer technology and he tells me, I got a science degree. And then turn around, you end up yeah. to be a comedian. <laughs> you know, I do a lot of comedian work, a lot of acting and stuff. So is that Many, some things are just destined, I guess. Yeah. 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 No, I'm still, uh, yeah, I know. I was like, I'm going to really show uh, when my mother and father came out to see me at the Vogue Theater. Uh, in 2017, I'm like, I'm really going to show them what a five-year degree paid for. <laughs> My mother's like, six-year degree. <laughs> so, no, it's uh, we never know. When I was 17, I thought everyone just went and took science degrees. I don't know. I was sort of pressured into it because I have a lot of doctors and pharmacists in my family. So, you know, I, I thought everyone just worked at Jean Gatou when they <laughs> came out of university. <laughs> so. Everyone works at the Newcastle one, right? So I was just wondering. And uh, so that's that's not the case. Um, yeah, you just find your way. I'm always a late bloomer too. So I was always, a, you know, I'll, I'll try acting later. I'll try comedy later. I always mm -hmm. get started at everything late because I'm, I don't know, the, too much fear or fear of failure. I, I don't know what it is, but uh, glad to be here now. I'm glad to uh, be telling jokes and, and being involved in a couple uh, TV shows. But yeah, the, um, the one the one thing I will uh, I will talk about it is uh, from from the Canoe Project, uh, the the um, Bell Five had reached out uh, after that after it aired and asked me if if I have any ideas to to do uh, a show in in my hometown of Miramichi. So we are great. Uh, myself and my partner, um, we have a, sh a show coming out. Well, I'm not sure when it's coming out, but we're going to be uh, beginning filming it in um, this July. So it's 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 about working in an Irish pub. So I play the head chef of an Irish pub, and uh, today at one o'clock, my executive producer Sandy Hunter is coming up from Fredericton, and uh, we're doing some location scouting for that. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So the show has to be delivered this September, um, and to be on Bell Five TV One in hopefully early 2024, and it's also going to be a comedy series as well. So. Six episodes. They're all written. My cat is scratching the. He he has no idea how to behave when when Daddy is doing a podcast. He has no idea. He dunked his head in my coffee a minute ago. Stole the pen. Now he's scratching the new couch. This is our new place that we just moved into. Um, so he's very excited about me being on this podcast. Um, yeah. So uh, lot lots on the go. There, there's uh, uh, lots to do. Um, and yeah, we'll be casting for that movie or for the series rather in the next few weeks. So we're going to be calling some people and, and putting out some casting calls. We're very excited. It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And uh, but it's everything seems to be coming together nicely now. That's great to hear. 
So yeah, so as we kind of draw to a close on on this episode, um, I want to thank you again, Jimmy, for joining us and for sharing with us a little bit of your story and a bit about, about some of the connections that you've made um, through uh, television and media and through comedy as well. And, uh, and so anything more from anybody before we uh, close up for this week? Uh, I just want to say thank you very much for having me on. I watched a few of your episodes uh, th- this past week. Um, Remember, you had Barb McIntosh on the other day. It was, she was my grade nine English teacher. Okay. Uh, yes. She, we read The Outsiders together. Um, so uh, she was very influential for me. So yeah, uh, you, you guys are doing a great job having very influential people on. I'm not sure how much of an influence I was today with my ramblings about my cat and about, uh, you know, about other things. But um, I'm very, yeah, very thankful that you had me on and I had a, had a great chat. It was, it was good catching up with Sarah and it's Great catching up with you, Sean. I hope that we get to work together soon. Yeah. I would like Thank that. You. Thank you very yes. much for coming, yes, Jim. Yeah, so that, that that wraps it up for this week. Um, and like I say, be sure uh, if you are a Bell subscriber uh, to check out the Canoe Project on Five TV. He uh, keep an eye out for that second season, and of course for this new project uh, that Jimmy referred to in this episode. Uh, and of course, uh, if you're if you're not a Bell subscriber, I mean, be sure to subscribe very soon, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's yes. it. Like Bell works for Bell now. <laughs> well, that, that's it. Like I say, sponsorship anyway here, folks. Sure. You know what I mean? That's that's it. Um, all right. So we will see you next week. Uh, any last words from anybody before we uh, before we sign off? Be well, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All the best. <laughs> see you later. <laughs>